Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, I'm here with, uh, my name's Paul, and I'm here with Bertie today. How you doing, Bertie? Uh, no bad, Paul. How's things? All right? Yeah, good. Good. Josh's football was back tonight, so he was out. And he, actually, I got a text message to say his training was off, but I, I, right. never, I never checked it. So I went down and he, he got to play with the bigger team, so he was a bit... Oh, that's good. He wasn't. He was like, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But I just, I know they get there, because I'm obviously the Scottish guy. So the trainer's Aye. like, yeah, no bother. Joshua goes on, so two touch, loved it. Aye, brilliant. And then the trainer told me, I was talking to the boys this morning, see with Celtic, it should just be, it should just be McCarthy. Mike McCarthy should take that job. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if I'd, no, but that, <laughs> I don't know if I'd agree with that. He's a good guy, man. Yeah, but he called me that, that was his view in the world, so... Uh, anyway, Josh, I got a wee bit of football. I've been doing a bit more tennis. So yourself, Bert, are you okay? You're looking good. I doing all right. Just working, working like an absolute maniac at the minute, and I just don't get a minute. We got there's no his football and all the rest. Of it. He's Tuesday. He's training Tuesday, Thursdays, game Saturdays. But now because of the COVID thing, they're trying to squeeze in a cup competition. So you get games Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturday mornings. It's just full on. Mental stuff, but we'll get there. We'll get there. The kids, the kids nowadays, like the girls are their horse riding. Josh has his tennis, then he's his football tonight, and then oh, brilliant! What a life! What a life they've got. My dad gets my dad oh, gets second jag. My dad gets second jag oh, in Ravenscraig today, and he, he said the queues were at the window, and I was like, Dad, did you crack any? Jokes, you know, like because it's Ravens Craig. He's like, no, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Full seriousness for the COVID jag. Yeah, I mean, I'd have been like, I'd be stealing, stealing myself for that jag, very you know I mean, <laughs> oh. no, he's not. The humour, the, the humour has left the building. I think with that sort of stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah, all good. And uh, yeah, just it's very cold here. Usually at uh, Dublin, it's warm. It's the 5th of May Aye. and it's usually when it gets to Jeannie's no, birthday, the 1st of May, the war, but it's freezing. Hailstones are Aye, today Freezing again. this morning, we had a bit of snow today as well, so. There you are, can't beat it. Can't beat it. So, we, so, what, so did, what did you think of the game at the weekend then? I don't know, I've turned into this type of pure optimist. And uh, yeah. even though it's the same old, same old. During the game, I'm like, like I think I nearly text you, we've got this. When about Aye. the 20 minute mark, I thought, this is this is pretty straightforward stuff. Like Aye. It's, but no, we just, I don't know, like, okay, okay first I mean, one. Cal- the, I, think, I think Cal McGregor getting sent off is... I mean the games you know yourself probably the games games are bogey Cal McGregor sent off it's you're, you're up against it but then you go and score don't you yeah I don't think and I thought I Celtic back in it, but I, I thought Celtic for 20 minutes the, the 10 men were the best team in the park I thought they played really right. well with 10 men but actually they're playing with 9 men the, the, only, the only thing is the, the only thing is I think is that I don't know. I, I, maybe maybe it just happened back to to years of like sort of Tommy Burns and all these other 
like other managers that we always. I mean, if it, even like Martin O'Neill's reign and stuff like that, when, even when you were getting beat off Rangers, you were still in a game. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Okay, okay. It's yeah, like I get it. The first, the first, the first game, the first game uh, of the season. But like, we never even had a shot on target. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I, I can't even remember a game. I mean, we've been through some some terrible times, some bad times, and I just can't remember a game. And then I looked at the, I looked at the some of the the, the highlights of the game there earlier on this, this evening, and you had basically in the first half you had El Yunusi shot. Which, which is the only t- it's the only thing actually Elianusi gets a shot every game like it's just over Aye. the bar right so Elianusi takes his shot and McGregor gets his fingertips to it yeah. right and that's the only shot we have in the first half oh, well there's one sorry there's one with James Forrest goes in yeah, cuts it in it. on the right hand side and then hits a shot off the player but that's not really I, I wouldn't take that as a shot target and in the second half You've obviously got Eddie's goal as well, which, as you said, you were talk- we talked about before the match, comes from a cross ball. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Aye, so the, the, the St. Johnson goal on Sunday night comes from a cross ball, and there, there you go, send a cross in on top of McGregor, and you score. I mean, McGregor's, McGregor, he must only be like two yards away from him. Like, he's actually watched him head the ball in, and he... Aye. He's quite simply saying, I don't want it. I don't want any part of this. I'm not coming for it. Aye, I'm yeah. not coming for it. And everybody's like, Yeah, fine. What is Aye. You, you see a goal that easy, thinking, can we replicate that? Or a bit of width? Or a bit of, I thought, honestly, I know okay, I sound crazy because it was four one or whatever the score, but honestly we, we, I thought the more their 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 defenders are moving up the more that pocket of James Forrest could just drift in he looked as if he could go, he could give us a right good 40 minutes would be enough for us to win the game like maybe I just was watching it totally different from everybody else I was just like okay this is this is very much doable but aye yeah okay I, I just don't think I just don't think that we're I don't know don't seem to be creating enough yeah, so you have the goal in the first half, right? You have the goal in the first half and you have El Yunusi's shot. In the second half, our only chance in the second half... Well, sorry, there was two chances. There were two chances in the second half. One of them was Turnbull's kind of diving header. Yeah, which was shocking. They should have scored. Yeah. They should have scored. And then the second one is another cross, which is El Yunusi, comes in at the back post and yeah. makes a mess it. And that's it. But I, I just I don't know maybe I, maybe I'm wrong, but I just think back to I mean everybody keeps comparing uh, Gorham and McGregor, oh, right? No. But the, see see the thing is see when I, see when Tommy Burns when I remember watching Celtic when Tommy Burns was the manager, Andy Gorham was pulling off like three or four absolute worldies every single game. It wasn't as if it was like shots straight at him, or shots just over the bar, yeah. or shots just wide of the post. It was absolute nailed on in the top corner or whatever it is. Yeah. And Gorham gets to it. And you're like, how did you possibly get that? But McGregor's, it's, it's just all like straight at him and all the rest of it. And I just don't think we're creating enough even, good opportunities to e- score. Even bury Stefan Kloss. Stefan Kloss used to bring out, like he used to come out and dominate. And, like, Kloss was really good at that. Just sniff, like, because you... You remember you're like okay maybe Nemi will play or whatever or Theo Snelders but when Klaus played he just 
Like it was like, oh come on! Like he was very good at covering his angles when people were crying at him. Aye. I mean, McGregor is is a busted flush, and I don't care what anybody says. A goalkeeper that has to stay in his line like that. Aye. Should be got at, and we we don't we do not produce any crosses of any anything. No, we don't. We don't. But then you've got a. Uh, one of the things I, I sort of looked at, right, was it just I, I was sort of thinking about see when Neil Lennon came in, right, and he took over from Brendan Rodgers, right. Yeah. The first, or sorry, it was the last. What I can't remember, was it 10, 12 games or something like that, that season. So the, the 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 sort of word in the street or the sort of idea was that Lennon would just keep things going. It would just not really change too much. Yeah. Didn't really do anything. Just kept they kept the train rolling, sort of thing. Yeah. Just kept the team the same, kept everything the same, and just before he would then before he would change to his own style the season after, yeah. right? Which which seemed to work out all right. So what we've got now is right. You've got Celtic versus Ross County, right? On the twenty third of February when Lennon gets sacked, right? Right. So the Celtic team that night, the formation. It was a four at the back, diamond in the midfield, with kind of one just playing behind the striker. So the team was being in goals: Kenny, Welsh, Ayer, and Taylor at the back. Yeah. Brown, Turnbull, McGregor, Rogic, and Christie in the midfield. Well, sorry, Christie would just be sitting off, and Edward up front. Yeah. Right. So that's your team. So four diamond, one one. Okay. Right. So Celtic's team against Rangers on Sunday. Was being in goals. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny, Welsh, Ayer, and Taylor. Right. Right. Same back four. Right. Midfield. Brown, Turnbull, McGregor. Substitute Rogic for Forrest. Yeah. Right. And then El Yunusi, El Yunusi just off Edward. So Nothing's Kennedy's changed. just done exactly the same thing. He's yeah. he's just kept the wagon rolling. So, <laughs> what is the point? To the point. To the point is. When you guys sent on his interview, I, did, I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't listen to his I never, interview. I, I, I never listened to his interview. Because I seen all the comments and I was like, I have got no time for this, man. No time. I think, I, I was I was actually speaking about it the other day. I think, I think see, after Sunday, I think he should just be sacked. I think he should just be removed. Because I, there's absolutely no point in him being there. What's the what was None that? Whatsoever. What was that tweet there? And they said Dermot Desmond tweet. But is that a Dermot Desmond tweet? Is that what that was? I don't think it was. I don't think it was. It was just a bit of comedy. The fact is, but, I mean, the fact is, I mean, okay, they, 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 okay. Let's just do a quick thing before you. Let's just look at it from our point of view. From our point of view, sorrow. So just just from a basic football point of view, never mind all this highfalutin stuff of tactics and shape and all that. If you're playing football and you know somebody is like Scott Brown who's not at the races at all, the yeah. first thing your dad tells you or your coach tells you is just go at him. Run at him. Yeah, definitely. So very simply, the last couple of goals we've lost against Rangers is... Somebody getting the ball. I mean, Kent left Brown. I mean, Brown was like five yards up. I, mean, but it, I don't think it was for dead. I don't think Brown was in, Brown was in the same 
Like he was even a five yard radius. He can't get the ball done a wee Mickey Mouse fives trick. That's right. And Brown yeah. Brown just went like off with David Aye. Weir. With David Weir, know what I mean? Aye. I mean you have that sort of and then I mean I, I get the McGregor stuff, right, fine, McGregor. But then McGregor's got to play with uh, this bomb scare every single game. Like you must be like trying to cover all your bases. See, see the thing is, right? What what I think is right, and I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I could be wrong, right? But in the same token as what you were saying there, Paul, right? If you've got a, if you've got a 35, 36 year old guy in midfield, what do you do? You send you send a young guy, yep. a Ryan Kent or a a, a would you call him a, a Kamara or whatever yeah. to run about run about him, yeah. right? So Rangers have got Stephen Davis. Who's 38 or whatever it is? He played well. So what did we do? Nothing. I know he played well, but we like we allow him to play well. That's my point. They they certainly they see they certainly I well I'm I was I'm, I'm just going to maybe give Rangers a bit of credit there, but they they, they seem to sort of isolate Scott Brown. But I don't think it's them they're actually isolating Scott Brown. What I think it is, it's the way we set up. So we play with this diamond, right? Yeah. We play with this diamond, so you've got Scott Brown sitting, right? You've got Callum McGregor to the left and you've got Turnbull to the right or Forrest to the right, sorry. Right? And Rangers have got three players. They've got Glenn, they've got Glenn Kamara, they've got Stephen Davis and they've got Joe Aribo playing against Scott Brown. Yeah. And like that, look, that's been the same for the five games we've played against you this season. How can we not work this out? You can't change it. How can we not go? Actually, how, how can we not go? It's not five. I think it's six games or seven games. I mean, it's every time they, they stuff at the midfield. Just every time they, they pack the midfield. They pack the midfield. And like, how can we? How can John Kennedy, who's supposed to be this master tactician, that can put on a good training session or whatever he can no. do? How can you not see this? That you're, the Rangers are playing three centre midfielders against their one guy. And that's the, every game this season we've been overrun in the middle of the park. But the thing is, so yeah. But the thing is, if you've got a player and you've got Kent or Rebo or these different guys that I mean, even Morelos nutmegged them. Like Morelos. I know. I mean Morelos got the ball and you can actually see the big heat thinking, Oh, oh I'm gonna take this ball. I've been told to take this against Scott Brown. And you see Scott Brown running and I'm like like the minute Kent did that to Scott Brown, he should have been taken off the park. Forget about McGregor's well, card, because I was like, that—that's just like a, a big seeping wound there sitting there. Like, there's nothing you could do in a football pitch, eleven against eleven or eleven against ten, when you've got somebody that's totally off the pace. And I know people will go back and say, "Well, he did this, he did that, he looked good," but the fundamentals is he doesn't have the engine, the pace. He just doesn't have, and also Barry. He also puts himself in that responsible situation where it could be merited yet. Okay, he puts himself in a responsible situation. But ultimately, if you're there at the responsible situation, if you're there at the cold face, you've got to do something. You can't let, yeah. like, it's, it's very simple. You can't let a hockey player get past you. You can't let a, a basketball player get past you. You can't let, like, these guys have to be at the top of their game. And Scott Brown is finished, he's been finished for a yeah. year. See, see the thing is right. See if you look at, the, see if you watch it again, right? The three goals. I could be, I could be slightly out with one of them, right? But see the first one. 
The first one, Ryan Kent goes by Scott Brown. Right? Yeah. The second one, Morellis goes by Scott Brown. Yeah. See the third one? Roof goes by Scott Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does a wee he does a wee twirly bit at the the, uh, the edge of the eighteen yard box, plays it out wide to Barisic. Barisic puts the ball in and uh, Roof continues his run and jumps in with the header and Brown just stands there. But, but That's see, a three goals. That's a three goals he's he's departing. But see the thing is, right, if you're playing at that sort of level of football and you know that first of all he's going to get tired, or second of all, you know your manager's giving you a bit of free wheel, free like your manager saying to you, like Gary McCarthy must be saying, one on one, anywhere on the pitch, if you get past him, then they're a man down. If he's your last if he's the last if he's a he's he, he's a ball he's a water carrier, isn't he? So he's holding back. Yeah. The minute you get past him, you're you're setting up three on four situations or three on three situations. And the Morelos goal was an absolute crime. Exactly. That, that was somebody, but he shouldn't be on the pitch because the Kent incident was showing that he just wasn't up to the level of playing. And yeah, okay, Scott Brown's a legend. I don't know, we're having a birthday party from the weekend, so he's been well looked after. But the fact is, that as a as a football team, you can't go into a battle with that with that type of player. Still believing, still believing he's a modern-day Roy Aiken or something, because he's just not. I know. And when, when, when you look, look at like Sergio Ramos there, look, look at your man Fernandinho last night. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? The Man City striker at the weekend, Arriero. All these guys Arreo, are, yeah. All these guys are playing at the top of their game. Fernandinho's 36 years old. Sergio Ramos is, like, these guys are playing at the top of their game. They're physically at the top of their game. Ramos tonight, yeah. Ramos tonight before he came out, uh, I think it's what do you call it Mount tries to get past him and Ramos just stands there and just shoves him right Aye. Brown is not even in the same he's not in the same cinema hall he's not even watching the, no. he's not even there and he seems to be doing his wee brown stuff and that's fine a good coach drops him end of story I think so but the thing is if you I do a football so. if you do a football analysis which you've done there so you're watching the game you can see critical incidences that one player is just not fitting. And therefore, you take that one player. And when you've got somebody on the bench that can do 10 times he's running, and as far as I can see, my, my eyes might be treating me wrong, Sorrow seems to be... Out. The minute Sorrow comes on a football pitch, I, I'm lightning on him, I'm on him all the time, watching him. He yeah. seems to cover yeah. the angles, he seems to spin his hair, head around, he seems to be aware of what's going on. And he seems to yeah. have that general football intelligence that maybe a Scott Brown had five years ago, but it's not there anymore. So why would you... Con- it's not. And that's the thing that Chris Nelson talked about, about the, they're quite happy for it to happen. Why would you set yourself up as a 37-year-old manager for that fall? And continue... But while the games get on, not even have a slight urge to say, right, OK, even bring somebody on to help, Brown. Aye. Like I, I don't mind if they turned up at uh, Celtic Rangers game with Brown and Sorrow as a as a two man. Brown, just why not just sit Brown, Sorrow, McGregor, the three of them? Just sit them there, like Gareth. Gareth uh, what do you call it? The, the English manager at the moment is is intent and turn up the Euros with two holding midfield players. He's yeah. determined that he's going to get two holding. It's going to be. Uh, David uh, Rice and Henderson or whatever he's, he's going to put in there and the English clip but he's saying I need to hold this 
because we always let goals. I need to hold this in. So he keeps playing them, and people keep thinking, wow, this is stupid. But he knows how he's, Southgate's going to try and win that tournament. Now, you're telling me that a Celtic team who has been trounced off, off Rangers the last couple of games, I mean, who's losing face? You put both of them together. And that's the other thing about Ayer as well. Like, Ayer's marauding runs. Like, if, that, if that's something, as, as Mikey Dow said, if Rangers are unable to move out their shape and, and deal with a big goalkeeper walking up the park to them or dealing with maybe a slight change because, like, they're, they're not... I mean, they're not top-class football players, so if they can't, if they're shown they can't deal with that sort of changes, then you have to change it. You've got to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, Arebo's, exactly. When Arebo's doing show pony tricks and Ryan Kent's doing wide boy five sides, they are, and Morelos as well, Morelos looked very comfortable the whole game, very comfortable. And that in itself yeah. is, you need to get them thinking about it. See, see the thing is, see what you're saying the, the showboating and all the rest of it. I, I'm, 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 I could be well off the mark here as well, but I, I, I just can't unless somebody's three goals up, four goals up, five nothing, whatever it is. I can't remember that city anybody doing that kind of showboating. Uh, nothing, n- nil, nil, yeah. one nothing in a Celtic Rangers game. I just can't remember it. I mean, so. So they're just all they're doing is there is absolutely see in every single goal there is no pressure on the ball. Celtic are no pressing the ball at all. They're just kind of standing watching them. I I, I watched uh, I was watching Rangers TV because just it was just that's the stream that came up. Yeah, Ray and McLeish, everybody's relaxed. The commentator tells me they're all relaxed. They're firing it up. McCoy's was the last person that scored a hat trick. Like against Celtic in 19 canteen, then it was such and such jock, such and such. And then they, they're just sitting back there drinking fine lattes and they know this Celtic team's going to fall apart. Or they know Aye. that they just don't, they've got an edge over us. But that, that edge, and that, and this is why I am so silly when I watch, I, I'm like, okay, surely at some stage somebody is going to work out how to deal with it. And it's just, yeah. as you, if you've pointed out there, it's the same story all the time. And yeah. you're like, well, I mean, we played, we just played, we played them what we played them what three weeks ago? Was it three weeks ago in the, the Scottish team. Cup? Yeah, same game. Same it's exactly the same game. But it's not, but because it was the same game. But this Elanusi, who was he laughing? Who was he laughing with? Steve Davis or that? Aye, Stephen Davis. Aye, he's just having a wee chorto, and I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm not laughing. I mean, I'm like, this is Aye, this is stupidity at the highest level. And I, okay, I don't blame him. There's no crowds and all that, but but Celtic, Celtic with that firepower and the type of players on the park should be saying to themselves, we could. I, I mean, I don't think Golson touched the ball the whole game. I just think he could have wandered no, around. Didn't make a chance. They just, gonna, they, they just sort of passed the ball about, but the, the back between them, between themselves. I mean, but I don't no think pressure whatsoever. Leaving. Again, we talked about the. I mean, you watch the European games tonight, and the, 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 the. I mean, even look at PSG last night. You're probably building something at the time, but PSG were just yeah. thumping, kicking Man City. Now, mm-hmm. you, you would say that's a dead rubber. Yeah, I get that. Okay, Celtic on holiday, I get that. But Rangers are going to go through the season undefeated in the league. I know. If that if that's no incentive, I don't know what is. <laughs> 
you've got a Scottish Cup you've got a Scottish Cup to win that's no incentive I don't know what is but I don't know I mean but what to, happened to me, then? There's, there's, you're as well taking Kennedy out just take take the tell me clear his desk I think just get rid of him there's no point in him being there Here's here's the emotional disconnect. Then, so say if say if this is correct, then this 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 scenario is John Kennedy's a placeholder. Like, what does that say about Celtic? Like, you get my drift. Like, like, it, so so this is my thought process this week. Obviously, my thought process away. So the Man United fans are delighted with themselves because they've shown that football means more. That it's Kids and dads all protesting because the Glaciers want to take Man United away from the fans. They want to take it as a brand, do what they do in America, and they want to just take them away to Real Madrid and play them. And they want to take them all over the world. And, and the Manchester United people don't want that to happen because that club is theirs and it's there and it's their memories and they're being priced out of the game. Now, yeah. we've got a scenario. We've had a scenario there where. If we've got a placeholder, which he definitely is a placeholder, he's just, I don't know what he's doing. I really don't, he is the worst Celtic manager of all time. Mm-hmm. So, yes, without a doubt. But what does that say about the Celtic board and, and the chairman and stuff? When they could go and get anybody. Like, well, they could go and get anybody and say, right, right we're going to give you 10 games. We're going to give you a million quid at the end of this. We want you to win all 10 games in the Scottish Cup. There's your incentive. Now kick on. Now, like, I mean, I mean, it's getting to the stage where like Stevie G could run out and pull John Kennedy's trousers. Don't even even do it. He wouldn't even like. He wouldn't just thought I was. Oh, well, I mean, this it it really is just we're just. I just don't understand it. Like, I know we're 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 I don't lost. Get like, it. I mean, we still have to go though. We still have to go. Yeah. Not just at them. Everything we've still got to go. But then again, maybe. Maybe I'm the fool. Yeah, probably I'm the fool. But when you see PSG kicking Man City off the, uh, the park last night, you're like, we didn't even like. Did no, we, we never even. We never really. Was there a challenge? I mean, Cal McGregor got sent off for Cal McGregor got sent off for two challenges. All right, it was two bookings, but there was nothing really in either of them. No malice, no aggression. In it. I mean, they just went down with a whimper. Yeah, an absolute whimper. I mean, so what I've got there is right. You've got John Kennedy. I think I, I think he's been in charge for seven games, right? Yeah. So he's had seven games, two wins. Yeah. One of them, one of them against Falkirk, who is a League One outfit. Yeah. Right. Livingston. Did they beat Livingston? Th- three draws and two defeats. They beat Livingston six nothing. And tasty. After, after tasty. The, after, after the six nothing, Liverpool. Uh, uh, the Livingston win. <laughs> Liverpool. Ah, Liverpool. I know. After the 6-0 Livingston win Everybody was saying Arda Kennedy's in with a shout for this job They've played brilliant And all the rest of it He's got the team playing really well And then they go out and get beat off Rangers We draw against Aberdeen We were getting We were like drawing We were getting beat To I think that was the 93rd or 94th minute Griffiths yeah. scored Up at Pataudry And then you get beat Off Rangers at the weekend It's just a, an absolute disaster It's a car crash It is It's an absolute disaster so, I don't know what 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 we'll, I'll I'll sort of move on to now is right. Is just what you were saying there, right about appointing anybody. 
Right, what, what I'm going to do is, right, I'll give you Kilmarnock, right? Kilmarnock sacked Alex Dyer, right? On the 31st of January. Yeah. Right? Then they appointed Tommy Wright. Yeah. So when did they appoint Tommy Wright? A week, two weeks before after it, was it? Eight, eight days. Right, they okay. They appoint Tommy Wright, right? So Ross County sacked Stuart Kettlewell, right? <laughs> On the, 19th, the 19th of December. Yeah. How long did it take them to appoint John Hughes? Yeah, seven days, was it? Same. Three days. Three days. Right. Right. Derek McInnes leaves Aberdeen. <laughs> How long did it appo- take them to appoint Stephen Glass? Straight away. I think they had time straight away, didn't they? Well, I think he was in the press. It's kind of straight away yeah. that that's who it was going to be, but the official appointment was two weeks. Right. <laughs> Motherwell, right. Motherwell sacked Stephen Robinson yeah. on the 31st, or, or he leaves, I think he left, didn't he? On the 31st of December. When did they appoint Graham Alexander? Straight away, the same week. A week later. Yeah. Right. Livingston sacked Gary Holt. <laughs> right. Then. Nobody's seen Gary did, Holt ever since. <laughs> <laughs> when, did they, when did they appoint David Martindale? Yeah, a week later or something. It was straight away. I think it was, I think it was about three weeks later. <laughs> Because well, it was actually, he just it's walked like, in and said, "It's my job." <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he, I think it was three to four weeks. But David Martin, I don't know whether that was the that's the actual official appointment. I think because there was a bit of red tape with David Martin too, because he's because of his uh, his criminal past. I think it's fruity, it's fruity behaviour. Aye. So at the minute, we are ten weeks after Neil Lennon. Yeah has left 10 weeks and at the minute we look no further forward about appointing anything or doing anything there's talk there's all sorts of talk in the press about Eddie Howe and by the looks of things he seems to be the only show in town Eddie Howe but I mean I think it was Packy Bonner that was talking about it at the weekend which made me sort of look at all that kind of stuff and you've got to say to Eddie Howe or I think if you're Celtic you've got to say to Eddie Howe look Eddie we want you to come now you're not working we want you to come just now yeah. ah, but I want I want to come at the end of the season well look Eddie the terms and conditions are you come now you come now we go elsewhere or I'm, or I'm sorry we're going elsewhere why? Why? How? Why? If if that is the case, and I'm 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 only kinda, I'm presuming that's the case, right? How? Why has Eddie Howe got us over a barrel? Why? Why? Why are we waiting? I mean, it's all it's all in the press that Eddie Howe's going to bring his director of football. Well, I'm sorry, but we should be appointing our own director of football. Yeah. Why is Eddie Howe dictating to us? Who the director of football is? It's just a it's just a boys' club, isn't it? It always has been. Just it's a boys' honestly, club. It's ridiculous for a club of Celtic size. Look at Roma. I think it was Roma as well. Did Roma not just sack their manager recently and then boom, two days later, Mourinho's Mourinho's appointed. Three year game a three year deal as well. Like no messing. Just three year so, deal. What I, I mean, I know there's I know there's uh, a bit of change in the boardroom and all the rest. of Lawwell's leaving and. Uh, the new guy Mackay's coming in and stuff like that but come on yeah it's, it, it, that's ten weeks that's two and a half months we've been without a manager 
that's not good enough. Like, like for instance, like although people look at all the stats and the worst season and that kind of, but I, I, I think you could pretty much argue that we've we've had a Neil Lennon could you argue with like the fourth or fifth manager in the league and with John Kennedy last we've had the worst manager in the league could you argue that pretty aye. I think you could aye I think you could quite easily if you're the Hibernian manager yeah basically I mean see, see, if, we, see, if, see if Celtic went out tomorrow right and appointed Jack Ross as a new manager. Yeah. I think there would be there would be a civil war. I think folk would go absolutely yeah. bananas. So why why was it why I I still can't understand why it was accepted when it was Neil Lennon. Selic man, Selic man, Selic man, Selic man, man. That's exactly it. So the other thing about it is, I mean, I just if, if that's what it is, right? And what the, the 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 word on the street is that we're waiting for, uh, Richard Hughes. I mean, that, to me, as I said, I said in the, the the last podcast I've done, I think. I mean, that sets to me that sets all sorts of alarm bells ringing. Yeah. I mean, if, if Richard Hughes comes in as a director of football, Eddie Howe leaves. He's just going to take it. He's just going to take Richard Hughes with him, and we're back to square one again. Yeah. So, also, as well as is that the. Yeah, what I'm watching is I think McGregor's burst. I think McGregor now, because he's not being coached, and like I know everybody's saying, well, McGregor, he needs to be told this and that, but, but football players do need to be told what to do. I mean, I mean, that's not like if he wants to play where he wants to play, then you need to have people run about him to tell him how to do it. Exactly. Yeah, the fact is that that. His, so we we keep saying oh these guys are going to leave McGregor but I think there's a, a because of the such badly it's been badly run badly coached I think a lot of these guys might might leave or struggle to get back because it takes a while to get back up to your usual because it's, yeah. it's soul destroyed watch McGregor walk off the pitch he's like I was just like oh mate like this is a, a Celtic legend or a Celtic Great, I suppose, about European games he's played, about the championships of won. And then he's yeah. just standing there. Like Kent's just Kent's just gave the old double shuffle to Scott Brown. The ball comes back out and he's he's, he's reacted to it. And I'm just like, oh you know? It's just know. sad. And James if James Forrest doesn't look kinda of looks okay, but he needs somebody to give him Steed a bit of direction. Yeah. A bit of direction, but I just, I don't know, I just, again, it's, again, this is coming from a place where I thought we could do them, even with 10 men, I'm like, yeah, we could do this, we're, we're okay, and I know it sounds farcical, but we're still good football players, but we're just all over it, we're just, yeah, we're just all over the place. So you done, you done your full scap there, Barry, have you done all your full scap? No, no, I've still got some more. Um, so here, here's the question then here we go I'll just put some stuff into you like I, go, I know this is pure nostalgia but say for instance after Lennon you stuck in Peter Grant and brought Paul McStay back from do you think we'd have done the exact same games against like I'm just throwing names at you now I don't, I don't think so like, definitely not like would you have that sort of capitulate I don't think you would I don't think you would either I really don't I don't think you would. 
like you could you could throw in any you could you could you could said to Larson you could said to Larson you could said to Larson from Barcelona look Barcelona can we just get him for the next ten games Aye. on the job like but Sutton or Larson walks in the change rooms you're like okay let's go like there's no right, way I'll, they'd allow that to happen like I'll, it was I'll shocking the weekend right I'll ask you another question right. See if you see if you John Hughes is your coach in that dressing room. You yeah. think that would have happened? No, no chance. No, absolutely no chance. Like even even Derek McInnes, because Derek McInnes would have looked at it and went right. I know Derek McInnes, right? I know, but I'm just saying we're looking at it from Derek McInnes would have done it right. Fine, just let Rangers come on them. He'd have picked. He'd have picked like pure. He'd have picked the most defensive side. But then you've got a chance of building something. Celtic never build at all in these games. We just like, nah. just like, oh man, Celtic have lost a goal. Oh, McGregor's off. And you just sit there like, oh, okay. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Anything else in the telly? <laughs> I mean, I it's just like, two minutes <laughs> later, there's no building. There's no like, they don't go through phases of, it's just like, inevitability. Like, Settling into the game and getting to try to get some passages of play going. There's none of that. This whole thing about Celtic as well is like Celtic traditions and this fullback and all that stuff. But like, when was the last time you've seen Celtic just midfield play a wee bit of solid midfield play? That's all actually needed at the weekend. It just needed put the foot in the ball, move the ball around. I mean, like, there's no midfield play. There's nothing. I know. It's just running the channels. Nothing. It's terrible. It really is. And I, I just, I, what I, I can't understand, I think you were talking about it maybe earlier on as well, is that you've got John Kennedy, right? You've got John, who has been the assistant manager for, what, I don't know, the past year, past two years, Kennedy's been the assistant manager. Yeah. And then he's been a coach under Rogers, and he was a coach under Dial, all that kind of stuff. So, to me, he should be, his, his aim should be to be the Celtic manager. I know. If, well, if I was the assistant manager, that's what my aim would be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be the Celtic manager one day. So, see, see if you see, if you are sort of thrust into that position as an, on an interim basis, yeah. you'd be doing everything that you possibly could to make the directors think to yourself, "This guy's good. This guy's pulling up trees." But he seems to be going the other way. I, I mean, I know, I, I know, Rangers had the. Uh, Rangers when, when McCoy left went through about three or four sit the Graham Murty and then had the other boy the Kenny McDowell and Kenny McDowell actually just came out and said listen I don't <laughs> want to be I don't want to do this I don't, I don't want to be here but I think John Kennedy's John Kennedy hasn't come out and said I don't want to be here but I think with the, the run in the past seven games <laughs> I think he's basically told us he doesn't want to be there <laughs> but here's the here's the, the the Man United sort of thing as the fans sort of walking into the stadium and stuff. And then I was thinking back about with with Celtic Celtic barricaded the fans and didn't allow the fans in. I didn't lock them in. They had the fences up and all that I, kind of stuff and had all sorts of security guards. And yeah, Man United didn't bother. They just let the fans in. They were just like, oh, whatever. Aye. And then Celtic are just and so. Remember the Keith Jackson we talked Keith Jackson Keith Jackson story we <laughs> talked about years ago. Remember when Keith Jackson gets get censored by Lowell? Aye. Celtic are bullying Andy Walker. Aye, they are. Like we Andy they just are. said everything that everybody was thinking. Everybody else was thinking, yeah. Because I was, I, I went for a walk on Sunday morning, and I was like, after reading the article, I thought, well. Like, say Mikey Dow got a job with Selig or Bertie got a job with Selig. 
So that means like they couldn't come on the podcast and just say what they actually meant. Felt. Andy Walker doesn't even work for Selic. I know. I don't like Andy Walker as a commentary. I mean, he's, he's, he was a good centenary season and all that carry on. I enjoyed his wee, his wee sidey, sidey shuffle when he scored against Hearts or something. But the yeah. fact, fact was that he didn't really say anything that was outlandish. No, but I yeah, don't think Celtic and Rangers have just not allowed him. I've banned him. Banned him? No, I don't, Andy I don't Walker's get like either. 59. He's the most harmless guy in the world. I think all he said was like, "This isn't acceptable," and all that kind of. He'd have a pot shot at Lennon, but he's banned. I mean, I banned him. I don't. I don't really get that. Oh. I don't get that at all. Just because he disagrees with something that they do, but that's just. I mean, I disagree with a lot of stuff Celtic's done. I know. So, I don't know. <laughs> you disagree. I, know. You dis- I disagree. You disagree with everything Celtic's done at the moment. Aye. So oh. we've got we've got I don't know if you listened to the, the, the I don't know, I can't remember if it was Monday night or it was Sunday after the game. I don't know if you heard uh, Pat Bonner and Tom English talking about it or no. uh, as Stephen Stephen would you call him Stephen Thompson calls him Tinglish. <laughs> Tinglish. He calls him Tinglish. Right? Uh, Tom English is of the opinion, right? Yeah. That what's going to happen is is that Celtic are going to get all their ducks in a row, right? right? And then come next week or the next couple of weeks, what's going to happen is they're going to come out and say, right, this is our new management team for the future. Oh, quack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So this is, this, is a, this is our new management team for the future. Our director of, director of football is this guy. Our manager is this guy. Our first yeah. team coach is this guy. Yeah. Our assistant manager is this guy, and there's going to be a photograph of like five guys all standing, and this is the new management team. Yeah. So that's what he thinks is going to happen. Wow. But it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not because I don't I honestly. It could, it could, but I just the way things are going and the way the board have acted, and it's just I can't see it. I just cannot <laughs> see it. The, th- the thing is, but right, okay, that that happens. It doesn't. It doesn't reverse the weekend. We're, we're watching. No, it doesn't reverse. It doesn't reverse the season <laughs> at all. Season's been shocking. I don't think you can. Bet, I actually don't think there was one good game this season. Like, no, I can't remember one. Like, was there any sort of highlights of the season? No, <laughs> I can't. Gone? I can't really remember any. <laughs> I can't. I mean, even the one in the Scottish Cup was just like absolute. But that was it was that that was a hard, hard watch. We went to penalties with hearts. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a hard, hard watch. So ruining Christmas. I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the, the, the other thing that Tom English and that was talking about was is that the the, the narrative is that Peter Lawwell will be remembered for being the CEO that lost the 10. He lost the 10 in a row. He never done this, he never done that. But think about all the nine great years I've had before that. Yeah, yeah. I'm th- just sitting thinking to myself, listen, <laughs> the reason the reason Peter Lawwell, in my opinion, the yeah. reason that Peter Lawwell, what Peter Lawwell, I'll remember him for, is for not doing his due diligence two years ago. 
and appointing Lennon in the showers because that that was the start of this season yeah and we've been in the downward spiral ever since that happened put all those names put all those names in the draw he put all those CVs that he had in the draw and was faithful to Neil Lennon it's just wrong it's It's the wrong appointment and I don't know how many times we need to say it but it was just the complete (laughs) wrong appointment and see, see the thing is as I've said as I said before as well Paul the 10 in a row would have been good right don't get me wrong it would have been brilliant right but 10 in a row as, as I think we've said on the, the podcast before it wasn't the be all and end all no no not at all we always we, what we've, we've been kind of speaking about is you always want to do well in Europe and stuff like that yeah but the 10 and if the 10 in a row we got it, it would be nice if we didn't get it then so be it but I mean, the, the collapse has just been... It's shocking. Unbelievable. It's, a, it's absolutely shocking. It it's, really is. It's, yeah, it's not even... Yeah. I mean, there's wee sad Paul and follow follow last week. I did I, I mean, I was trying to kid on, kid on a Mikey doll that I got a kick out of it, but realistically, I thought... Ah. <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly... Honestly, when your man Davis has played well against Celtic, I'm just, I'm, oh, sh- I'm shaking. I just he scored overhead kicks. I'm, I'm, I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> I love, I love my 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 joke last week or whatever. My, com- my comedic timing was we went send Scott Ben up because he's the smallest guy in the our team. <laughs> but see when Morelis hits that shot, man, you're just like, oh. I know. But you know, you know exactly what Morelis is going to do because he's just blasting me blasty face. Aye, that's he just beats Scott Brown. He just blasts it and Ben jumps. Aye, man, I, 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 jumps out the road and Ben <laughs> <laughs> just falls down. You can't take Ayer seriously as an individual either, can you? Know, when he starts yeah. going ah, I know that. You're just like oh. I know. <laughs> it's just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So we're it's just terrible. So we've got to. I think we're the only podcast on at the moment. No other podcasts. Yeah, I don't think I've no. I've not seen any other ones anyway. <laughs> what do you think of the Boys Who School Bride? Boys Who School Bride was brilliant. That was a great podcast. Yeah. I was just disappointed I wasn't on it. But oh, it, again, I asked you about ten due, times. Due I was other, texting you during the game. Due, due to other commitments, but uh, I Boys Who School Bride brilliant. Absolutely superb. Chrissy Dixon, <laughs> Chris Nelson. I, I, I liked it. I, I, I loved. I mean, see the thing about it is, as I said before, see those games. I don't think anybody really appreciates how serious those, those games were when we, when we played them. <laughs> well, I, I got a letter from <laughs> Sweeney's solicitor. It's <laughs> 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 a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, oh. it, it was it was like sort of like a, like a, a, a sort of a derby fixture. Because yeah, it was, great it was like, I mean, you, you, your whole week leading up to it was like, if you'd won the week before, you were a pure spring in your step, and you were all the rest of it, you get a bit of a doing, you were like, you're walking about all crab it. It actually goes to, the, goes to the fact that, like, like how many people spoke to me after the two school bride boys came on that? I mean, I was inundated. But I was like, people were like, oh, I remember that time, and oh, I can't believe you forgot Rab's name. I'm like, oh, well, I wasn't really thinking about Summer Size, the world beside. I wasn't really thinking about Summer Size on a Sunday or Saturday, the Celtic. 
the boy. Aye. It's still the passion's there, like, you know. Ah, brilliant. But, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> you need to get them on again. We'll, no, we'll, we'll I think they're again. tomorrow night. I think they're on tomorrow night. I think to, I think it's it, it's good to. It's funny talking about Celtic when the win's great, I think. But realistically, I suppose we've kind of been brought up to talk about them with an absolutely <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we'll do, we'll do pot quizzes then. So, in this team just now, would you take Brat back? Uh, Come on, quickly, quickly. Yes, I probably would. Would you take. Lambert. Yes. Would you take Mark Burchill? No. Sean Maloney? Mm. No. Packy Bonner? Yes. No, to Sean Maloney? No, to Sean Maloney? No, Sean. I wouldn't take Sean Maloney. No. Sean Maloney's alright. Sean Maloney, I think, flat to deceive a bit. Oh, it's tough, tough. Uh, would you take. Flat to deceive a bit. Would you take. Everybody's favourite, fans' favourite, Curse Commons. Did you take Commons? No. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Craig Burley? Definitely not. Your friend? Craig, Craig Burley? No. No chance. <laughs> no, I wouldn't take Craig Burley either. Did you take Gordon Marshall? Marshall? No, probably not. <laughs> what then, Scott <laughs> Bain? If I'm honest. <laughs> well, in front of Scott Bain, he's probably have I'll probably take you in front of Scott Bain. <laughs> But, uh, hey, hey, I'm pretty I, good. In front of in front of uh, Scott Bain, yeah, I'd probably take Gordon Marshall. Like. I mean, this is it. Like, would you take? I mean, you could probably name about ten midfield players you'd have in the Celtic old guard. Would you take Thomas Gravison instead of Christie? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's from a pure state. You take Tosh yeah. McKinley, wouldn't you? Tosh Tosh would have killed the Gregor. Would you take Paul Telfer instead of John liked, Joe Kenny? I like Paul Telfer. I thought Paul Telfer I like was Paul magic. As well. Paul Telfer was just a simple guy and Aye. just gave you a 7 out of 10 every week. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with that? I don't really know. Wrong, exactly, what's wrong with that? <laughs> People, we've got like 2 out of 10s and all this. And oh. Christy is just, I don't know what Christy thinks he is. I think I Christie's actually got slighter. He's not as remember he's, he's aye, bumped he's up. I up. think he's he looks a bit sort of. Aye, I don't know what's up with Christie. <laughs> he's shooting. He's shooting's <laughs> abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. Who else? Who else? Better. Who else? Reggie Blinker. Reggie Blinker in front of El Yunusi. Yeah, I liked Reggie Blinker for a wee bit. El Yunusi was. Well, Reggie Blinker was traded. Reggie Blanca was traded. <laughs> but Elizabeth is sitting, sitting on a football pitch and Govan having a big smile and we're 3 1 down. I know. I'm, I don't want to see you ever again in a silly strip. Big smiley man. <laughs> like, I'm not smiling. I'm sitting here like, like I get I it really tough for the, the missies and the kids. Oh, you're just a grumpy old Scots, but last 3 1. Just leave me alone. And then uh, it's like, oh. I know. So, would you take? Would you take? Would you take Daniel Mastorovich instead of Stephen Welsh? Yes. Yes, all day long. Daniel Mastorovich. Yeah, I'll take him. Yeah. Would you take? Uh, would you name? take Charlie Mulgrew instead of Christopher Ayer? No. 
No, never. I don't, I don't want. I don't want Charlie Gray anywhere near Celtic. No, no. Even though he did leave his kids in the car. Would you take? Would you take Charlie McGrew in front of Greg Taylor? As a left back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would as well. Yeah. I'd probably so, take him in front of Ayer as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, we are really, really bad at the moment. I, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like McGregor's going downhill, and I or all these guys are leaving. I mean, geez, what do we have? Like, what, what, what are we going to do? We're just going to buy. We're going to buy championship players. I think you're going to end up with a a, a, a squad of Premier Premier Scottish Premier League players that are not very good. I think you're going to end up with guys like uh, Portis, the guy Portis from Hibs, and. Uh, I don't know the guy from Motherwell the guy yeah, to be fair he looks no bad right enough the boy is it Campbell yeah is it yeah the midfield player the defender uh, as well somebody like him uh, I, I don't know you might pick up a couple of guys to Ross County maybe <laughs> Rangers got a new guy Rangers have bought a new striker just there Guy, they've got a new guy. Fashion, he, I think he's he, first name. Aye, aye, he looks pretty decent. Cause I don't know how you look. How you look about you? He's got his goals are moving in the right direction. And he's joined. Aye. He said he joined the biggest club in the world or something. Can <laughs> <laughs> okay, another year of this, Benny, oh, no. man? Eh? Oh, oh, I mean? oh, one year again. Oh no, next it'll be Lorenzo Amoruso and Marco Negri. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Claire last week. You always know when things are problematic with Celtic, is when Claire is a calm voice in the conversation and I sound like an absolute lunatic. Like I, Claire's like a bit like Paul. We've been through here before. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Oh man. So we're just pure toast, aren't we? I think so. Oh, anyway, we better wrap this up then, Betty. So, a privilege as always to bring you back your full scale yeah. I know you just, I just, I know you just don't like mingling with people. I know you're, 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 you're a confidence guy. Like your Joshua tonight, he wasn't too confident playing with older boys, but once he gets stuck in, yeah, he was fine. Was him. He's loving it. I know, I just, I just want you to mingle you with these Cobra boys or mingle you with Mikey Dal and Stephen, Betty, you know what I mean? Yeah. I need to bring you in. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> the great Michael Dahl. <laughs> the housewife's favourite. housewife's favourite. So, yeah, I think tomorrow we're going to do School Bride. So, School Bride will have their hot take. I won't say anything tomorrow. I'll just let the boys from School Bride talk. And it's a privilege for uh, Bertie to be back talking away yeah. doing his, his review. And I know we shouldn't laugh. I know we should be really serious because we're selling people. But to be honest, like, oh. there's it's always that stage in your life. So. You're always at that stage of your life where you think you could do it better, but I actually do believe if you'd stuck us in. I actually had a conversation with my dad. Somebody texted me about this. Oh, so I said, look, if you sent me over the weekend, I could have picked a better team and got them going. Yeah, I think so as well. Anyway, you enjoy your evening. And uh, thanks, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening much, again. That's fantastic. And uh, maybe yeah, hear from you again next week as well, Benny. You take care. Yeah. Thanks very much, Paul. Hey, all the best. Take care. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.